what's going on? Um, this is being recorded on May 5th, 6.20 p.m. And I I was going to wait because, again, I'm not finished with my, you know, NXTs. I, like, I jotted down some of the moves, but I got to put it in sentences now and all that kind of stuff, right? But I did want to talk about, um, you know, uh, just like certain things that are on my mind that I did jot down already. So I might as well just try to get it out of my way so I can get out of my system. So, you know what I mean? I, I don't have to accumulate a lot of topics. And if, if something happens, you know, during Dynamite tonight, um, then it might this might be outdated, obviously, because uh, the news is that Daniel Bryan has... Um, his contract has expired, and uh, he's gonna. You know, I think uh, people think that he's gonna be a free agent. I don't think they would put as much hype on it if he wasn't gonna be a free agent. Um, you know what I mean? Especially, again, like you know, he 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 didn't tell you when he was gonna um when his contract ended, and that's on purpose. Because if you follow my train of thought, my delusional conspiracy theories, you know, and again, I'm not saying that my theories are correct or anything like that, is that whenever there needs to be a shift in fucking change or something like that, right? Um, you know, normally, you know, um, normally they can make it convenient. Like if Daniel Bryan was supposed to be going to NXT, they would have said that his contract ended in September because he signed three, uh, three years ago in September, uh, you know what I mean? He resigned then, so we assume that it would be a three-year exact thing. So it's like behind the scenes, like the real behind the scenes is like, okay, there needs to be a shift in this culture now, and we're going to let you go now, whatever. And then, you know, and then to make it convenient, because again, if they just let him go early, then it would be like three, it would be like 90, 90 days no, no compete clause. So now they have to present the story like it's uh, the real life story, mind you, that like, oh, this thing just ended just conveniently. Obviously, this is meant to be the shift. They already got kind of a shift from the Jericho interview on Stone Cold's podcast. They've been building up properly. It seems like, you know, this could be a fucking big moment in professional wrestling if Daniel Bryan decides to go. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, should I even call him Daniel Bryan at this point, or should I call him Bryan Danielson? And by the way, I didn't even know that Bryan Danielson is still, it's spelled B-R-Y-A-N. I thought it was B-R-I-A-N. I mean, I could have sworn this is Mandela Effect. I could have sworn, because, again, I remember I spelt it, I spelt it the, with the Y, and... It uh it was it was weird because somebody corrected me like a couple like like a years ago and stuff like that, so I was like oh shit I think I saw Daniel Bryan so I thought okay but I could have sworn it was with an I man I don't know if my mind is playing fucking tricks on me or something like that, but um yeah no um Daniel Bryan could be leaving maybe every you know listen if he does leave I mean first of all I just think that you know since the, the world works in like orchestrated fashion and the world's gonna fucking collapse at some point whatever I feel like uh I, f I feel like um uh, uh I feel I, I feel like um that like even if something good happens like it's like it's not gonna last long in a sense like oh look Daniel Bryan debuts but now the world is falling apart kind of thing so you know what I mean because these celebrities and these powerful people know that behind the scenes it's like you know we're getting excited for potential shit but like it's like in the end of the day it's like the world is gonna collapse at any minute 
with everything that's going on, essentially. You know what I mean? Because, again, again, I want to be lost in the world of wrestling, but the reality is there's also fucked up things that are going on. And the reason why, you know, we, we, the reason why, you know, a lot of celebrities have been politicized a lot of the, a lot of the years and why you're paying attention to more who these wrestlers are associated with. I mean, I don't think people do it enough, but like, you know, um, um, but like once in a while people will focus on it, but like if there's an overall thing that's going to happen in my personal opinion, especially with the fucking climate that we're in on, you know, especially in social media, you can say social media isn't real life and all that kind of shit, but it's also a lot of it's being orchestrated there to be immersed in real life type shit. So, and it's been that way for the longest fucking time. It just, they fooled you into thinking that the internet was, uh, some little fucking, you know, thing from people who just happened to go, go on it and just talk. It's not like it was ever compromised to begin with on some fucking level. But, um, but yeah, no, um, that took a really wild turn, right? But like, see, but see, but this is the issue with being a fan of anything these days, because again, it's all, and it's done by design to fucking put it all into a political fucking spectrum, because a lot of the art that you see, all the entertainment, it represents something you represent. Like when you, when you're part of a, a group, like whatever group you represent, you're like they use you to be that representation even if you don't want all like to be the guy who represents but you're going to be the guy that they use as a poster child for certain things and all that kind of stuff so when you kind of put that into like like especially with, with, with whether it's good things or bad things you know what i mean uh it's done on purpose to basically you know what i mean because people just look at it like well, that what difference does it make what its political alignment is? And you know, I mean, they make it seem like aligning with dangerous ideology is just a political difference, and that's fucking dangerous. And you know, I don't think enough people who have platforms really fucking you know, uh, um, illustrate that. Everyone just wants to kind of, because again, you know, because again, like you, you piss off a Trump supporter, they hate you for life, and because he has such a fucking big cult. Like, he can train you to fucking hate, you know, uh, anybody and all that kind of shit. So, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, just just, just look with what, what's happening with, like, Liz Cheney and all that kind of stuff, right? Not a fucking, you know, I, I don't really think, you know, anyone who's a part of the GOP and is a daughter of fucking, you know, one of the most dangerous men on the fucking planet at one point still is probably. The, the, the only man officially, you know, I mean, there's other examples probably. But he's, like, the only man that's ever really lived without, like, a heart. So, I mean, that's, like, symbolism of what his whole fucking legacy is. Um, but, like, you know, Liz Cheney, I don't really have any fucking, you know, um, I don't have any, uh, you know, um, I don't really care that she is being ousted from, you know what I mean? It's, it, it, it is concerning, in my personal opinion, that, like, people are so beholden to Trump that they're able to fucking, you know, orchestrate this power. Like, that's what I'm trying to say, man. People can't... Like, whenever like whenever you compare foreign policy, uh, policy and all that kind of stuff, and I'm not saying that it isn't valid to complain about, but when you lump it all with what what, the, what each president did, it's like, it's no different than what you do about what, like, a, what, what a wrestler does in kayfabe when he was a heel or something like that. You know what I mean? You ask the same questions, like, why are we cheering this person randomly who really like, unless like they made a complete turnaround where you finally get it but there's some people you go okay now you're supposed to cheer them kind of thing right 
So part of me really does think that like a lot of this entertainment stuff, and this is why a lot of people have focus uh, have focused on this pretentious way of going at celebrities by saying that oh look they're out of touch and all that and they're fucking corny when they actually in my personal opinion these institutions really have a lot of power, and they have a lot of influence uh, you know over over politicians in my personal fucking opinion, because you can accumulate a fucking cult like no other. Uh, you know, you can accumulate a cult, no matter, and again, it's perfect under the entertainment fucking aspect of it. So people don't realize that a lot of entertainers and all of institutions of entertainment have accumulated fucking cults and probably get paid to do this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But like, you know what I mean? So, so what I'm saying is like Trump, like on the surface, like, like, like this is why it's a little bit different with fucking Trump now. It's a, it's a different ball game. You know, what I mean, you can create. I mean, and I'm not saying and this is not like an excuse to go. Hey, stop focusing on Democrats and fucking focus on them. I just think like as much as you criticize Democrats and there's hypocr- hypocrisy in their corporate warmongering shit that people let fucking Donald Trump fucking just be. Oh no, he's he's harmless. He's just talking a lot of shit, but like he emboldened a lot of shit, man. You know, he. I, I mean, he. I don't even know if that makes any sense. I'm sitting here thinking if that you like. I mean, this is what when, when dumb people use, um, bigger words than they should, and uh, and then they fucking just fuck it up. That's basically what my fucking gimmick is. Um, but you no, know, you know. So yeah, so so everything that's going on, it's really you know fucking with me. You know what I mean? So like, even when I want to fucking like you know like 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 double or nothing is. Uh, like 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 double or nothing is um it's going to be full fucking capacity right you know and i'm thinking like you know i mean i mean what better way to go out in the world and get covid if you know if you can't do it while doing you know the final countdown to daniel brian to da- brian danielson's fucking the uh theme music that might hit if you're bringing back a lot of fucking fans for this, this is obviously something that's been in the works. These things, these things don't just happen randomly. Everything is fucking. Everything is fucking. Uh, um, is it meticulate? Meticulate is that the word? Whatever the word is, it's it's always that. Okay, all right. You know, get off my fucking back, will you? Um, no. Um, it's just you know. Um, it just confuses me because, again, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of cool if they're getting fans back, but at the same time, like, you know, WWE would be getting a lot of shit, and they did get a lot of shit for having fans back, but ultimately, like, it just shows that, like, when, when people go through with shit, the outrage doesn't really, the outrage, like, it just shows you the outrage doesn't really mean shit because they're just going to go along with whatever it is. If something bad does happen at the event with, like, you know, COVID cases and all that, then, of course, people are going to, then fucking blame them, and, f- and then people, are, and then AW shills are gonna fucking make excuses for them, and all of that kind of shit. You know what I mean? So, um, that I mean that's basically you know what's what's fucking happening and shit. You know. Um. But yeah, no. Listen, I mean this is supposed to be about Daniel Bryan. Um, Listen, man, whatever he wants to do, man. I, I'm a fan of the guy. He's given me enough fucking entertainment. Um, you know what I mean? Even the stuff, like, you know what I mean? Like, I have, I, I wish I was watching the indie stuff when, you know, him and Punk were there. I just thought everyone would end up in WWE and it would all be good and all that. I was so naive. 
and knowing that, you know, you knowing, like, you know, again, like, and seeing his run and becoming a fan of the guy when I saw him in NXT and then seeing his stuff in the indies after the fact. And I can't remember, because again, I was in a hurry of, like, just watching all these fucking matches. And, and you know what I mean? Just to say I saw him, but now I can't even remember half of these fucking matches and shit. But he's, like, one of the best fucking workers on the planet. Um, you know, he's always done well with whatever they've given him. Um, you know what I mean? And, uh, I, I wish I was there live when he came back to, came back from his career. I was, I wish I was there when I, uh, saw him lose to Kofi. I wish I was there when I saw him win the world title at WrestleMania 30. I never got to go. You know what I mean? I, you know, I wasn't in that fucking inner circle of, you know, people that are allowed to go to these events and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, cause again, I, I wasn't, you know, part of the crew of, uh, you know, cause again, I didn't really sell my soul at some point, you know what I mean? Where, you know, I was a lot like, you know what I mean? Where I'm, where, where I'm welcome, where I'm like kind of embraced and all that kind of stuff, but which I was kind of for a bit during like the 2010s, a little bit, maybe because I thought that I was going to get my push at a certain time, but I kept, I kept fucking it up, you know what I mean? So then, you know, I didn't get it. And then, uh. I got mad because I couldn't go to these things. So I never really got to see... At least I got to see him at Raw. I've seen him at different events. I'm sure I've seen him at different events that I went to, right? Uh, 2013. Yeah, no, I think the... the. Yeah, I think, I think 2013 Raw was one of the times that I fucking saw him. You know, I'm trying to think in 2013. Because again, a lot of the events that I went to afterwards were probably, you know... Uh, were, you know... Um, you know, I did. Oh yeah, I don't know. I I did see him at a house show last year too, in a cage match with the Fiend and Miz. So you know, that was kind of cool. But you know, what I mean, I wasn't really there for like the greatest. At least I was there during the Yes Movement thing. You know what I mean? At least I was uh, there during the whole like you know, I was at one of the Raws where it was going down. You know what I mean? So that was fucking cool. Um, but whatever, man. You know. Uh, you know, again, he did a lot of good shit. And again, if he wants to go be a family man, I understand that too. But would they be putting this hype out like on purpose and putting it like, like announcing that his thing uh, uh, retired? Because normally if they did that, they could just let him go or they would do a nice fucking farewell for the fucking guy or something like that, right? But the thing is, is like, you know, they wouldn't be putting this out if there wasn't something that's behind it. And is this, is this like, you know, this is going to be one of the best post runs we've seen from a WWE superstar. And I know people are going to be like, oh, they hired WWE guys. But you know what? Daniel Bryan was originally an ROH guy. So uh, everyone can get fuck off. WWE did not make half of these guys. Just like Hogan wasn't an ex-WWE guy. He was an AWA guy. Okay, or, or whatever fucking organization you work for. A lot of you guys were not originally WWE guys. Let's just speak that. I mean, well, you could say that if WWE is like the WWE Illuminati and they, they actually oversaw a lot of what the indies were doing behind the scenes, kind of, and making it seem like it was truly independent, where people were being groomed to kind of be a part of the WWE, like that. Because, again, Daniel Bryan has been in their system. And I always assume that anyone that's been in their system, um, like in 98, 99, and stuff like that, that would mean like, okay, you know what, you, you with the cold, this is the direction that wrestling is going in right now, go and make it out in the indies and all that stuff like that, we'll, you know, we can, we can help you, we can help organize a good run for you with our connections to 
whatever and all that type of stuff. On that front, I can see that happening. But again, people have to think that WWE is solely this evil corporation. Like there's no duality. I mean, listen, when billionaires do fucked up shit, there really is no argument for duality. But I mean, that's the reality of the situation. You know what I mean? It's just right now we're focusing on all the negative because that's where the world is heading because these guys are going to end up being the bad guys and all that kind of stuff. You know, that's where my mind fucking goes. You're not going to get much fucking like, you know, political, in, you know, political conspiracy and all that kind of stuff. or just a simple news that Daniel Bryan might be going to, uh, you know, what I mean, I, I could do what everyone else would do. I could just fucking just start booking, you know, how I would book the G1 fucking with the Daniel Bryan. You know what I mean? Uh, him booking, him being booked at fucking Bloodsport or something like that. You know, um, but yeah, so I want to do this now because again, uh, you know, I wanted to kind of give these thoughts because again, I'm thinking if he, if his contract expired, people are expecting him to kind of maybe make an appearance. So I, I, because again, uh, AW is live tonight. So, um, would, could he make an appearance or do you save it for double or nothing? Or do they promote that Daniel Bryan is coming to fucking AEW? And then, you know, you have... Because here's the thing. Do you want him to fucking come now and then have a match at Double or Nothing? Or do you want the crowd to be there when he just debuts for Double or Nothing? You know what I mean? That's what, So you got to ask yourself those fucking questions. If you if what what do you want out of the whole situation? What debut do you want? Me personally, I would wait for him to come at the end of Double or Nothing. I mean, I, again, I mean, I don't know what fucking title they're going to, I don't know what uh what main event they're going to fucking have, but, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be weird if he just comes and, like, I mean, who would he challenge right away and stuff like that, right? Because, again, if he comes and all of a sudden he's going to challenge, uh, he's going to challenge for, uh, uh, what, he, he's going to challenge for the world title right away and people are going to be pissed off about that. So, like, I don't know, like, like how, how would you do that? That's why I say I would debut him at double or nothing. The more than popping a rating. I mean, if he pops a rating, you know, I mean, again, that's something that you would probably want to promote if Daniel Bryan was kind of making it there, right? But maybe they're relying on it being internet buzz, and then next week people are going to be like, okay, shit, I got to see what's going to fucking end up happening. It's a one match show, so you could do something where like the talking segment, talking like talking segment. I know, I know, it's going to be a. Uh, they they promoted a couple of matches, but I don't see it, any some of the matches really going on. I think they're just like precautionary kind of thing like oh look we we're, we're advertising matches realistically but this is like the 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 blood and guts match is going to be like the biggest fucking thing ever you know what i mean so we'll see where that fucking goes um i don't know it just feels fucking kind of weird that um it feels kind of weird that like you know we're talking about daniel Bryan Bryan danielson going to fucking another promotion now you know, and doing other cool shit, maybe you know what I mean. Going to going to ROH, if 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 they're getting ready for fans to come back to these shows, with people being vaccinated and everything like that, then, then to me, like you know, it would be this would be a good way for, uh, this would be a good way for Daniel for, for like somebody to make for companies to make money rather, um, you know, uh, then you know, um. Like, for them to make money, like, for whatever post-WWE run that Daniel Bryan is going to fucking do. So that would be fucking crazy to see, you know, him at different places, him doing Bloodsport or all that. 
But but honestly, realistically, you also gotta look. Maybe he wants to just get away from, from all of this, right? And and the people that are pointing. By the way, the people that are, and again, you gotta watch which personalities are pointing this out, because normally, like a lot of these shill accounts, they'll just a lot of these shill accounts will justify, um, a lot of these shill accounts will justify. Um, they like 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 they'll, they'll justify why corporations do the most evil things and they'll show themselves as being soulless and being fucking phonies who are just fake woke and um, pretend to fucking actually give a shit while facilitating neoconservatism and neoliberalism. So when, when people like that suddenly show um, some concern and go, oh my God, I, I, Daniel Brown should just go home and be a family man. What's wrong with you people? Don't you people care about his well-being? Okay, shut the fuck up, first of all. Second of all, um, Daniel Bryan, if they didn't want this out there, they wouldn't have done this for speculation. And second, it, uh, no, no, no one's buying into your fucking, uh, uh, any, any, any of your concern, whether you're on Reddit, Twitter, whatever the fuck you're on. No one's buying your fucking concern when you fucking overlook more evil fucking shit going on. Don't try to cast fucking blame on people who are excited that there's a possibility that Daniel Bryan might be fucking going to different fucking places and shit. Like, it, it just shows that, you're, what they're called, they're getting nervous. That, because again, Daniel Bryan might be a needle, uh, um, uh, um, a needle mover in the, in the sense of, uh, of doing good business for a company. That would, would really bring a fucking shift. I said it from the beginning. Four people that would have fucking brought, would, uh, um, bring a new shift to AEW if someone decides to go there. And that's CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar, or John Cena. And if you want to throw a woman in there, the only woman that I can see make, being a game changer for AEW, um, as far as taking a fucking huge chunk of her base to that company, it would probably be Sasha Banks. And again, I, I mean, there's no disrespect to Be- Be- Becky. Would all, I think Becky would also do it too. But Sasha Banks, right now, she's been, she's been more main, she's been more a little bit more mainstream. She's uh, at the top of her fucking game right now and all that. I don't think she'll leave. But you know what I mean, like if someone if she was to leave, yeah, there there would be a there would be a shift for women at least, at least for the women uh, who are gonna be start watching AEW if she goes there. So to me, you know, I I really do I really do hope Sasha does end up leaving. That's why WWE the WWE shows will always kind of have this hatred for her still, because they know that she's gonna be one of the people that eventually leave. In my personal opinion. They always try to start that early. That's why they started with Morrow, Morrow early, because they knew that Morrow, Morrow would go probably go other places afterwards. Morrow will probably end up in AEW at some point, whether it's just a call a match or something like that. That's why you gotta when they're trying to fucking uh, um downplay what people want and downplay the fucking people. They always do that not not because they're good people, but because they are working at the behest of a corporation to fucking do that for. But people really don't fucking see it that way, you know what I mean? But again, this is why I think outside the box, whether it's for better or worse, um, you know what I mean? I, I don't try to incite people or anything like that. I'm a little bit out there. Sometimes I got to throw in more, more ridiculousness to like show, to basically kind of go, okay, well, yeah, this guy's not mentally well. He's talking about Illuminati clones. You know what I mean? So you got you, you, you got to fucking play your gimmicks right and stuff like that on, you know? But everyone's kind of playing a fucking gimmick on some level. 
You know, and, and the reason why I was bringing up, like, you know, the world falling apart, because like, even though I was excited about the Daniel Bryan news, I'm also really, really fucking depressed about this juror part, because now I know the right wing are going to fucking use it. Here's the thing with the whole juror thing, right? With the the, the, the juror uh, who was at the Black Lives Matter event, this, this just shows me, in my personal opinion, that these things were meant to be between Maxine Waters and between this guy, that this is going to be a way to overturn the fucking case. And even though we know that the guy is fucking guilty, they're gonna, the right wing is doing very good propaganda right now and making it seem like, oh, look, see, Black Lives Matter. And, and this comes on the heels of the fucking whole CIA woke shit, too. What the cult, you know what I mean? Because like they're putting all this cult. What did Mike Preisner say? Hold on a second. Um, I retweeted it. Let me see what he fucking said. Um, he said something really cool that I, I that I agree with. Um, hold on a second. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, the woke CIA add p- part of a psyop to indoctrinate a generation of teens into thinking the CIA is cool, and these dudes running the fucking deep state has been taken over by woke culture leftism. It's actually helping helping that propaganda. I, well, I don't think. Well, first of all, I think that that ad is supposed to be propaganda on purpose. But, but the real behind the scenes, I can see d- different factions and all that kind of shit. Um kind of infiltrating, you know, if evil can infiltrate, I also think good can infiltrate, right? But I don't think, but I'm, but I'm not saying that, yo, you should just trust that ad. I'm saying that you should, uh, the it's being it's being very purposeful of making it obvious now. Some people will get it. Some people will have their angles and all that. I think that it's like, uh, you know, it's a, it's it's an overall symbolism of where the world is kind of going in some type of way, right? But the thing is, is like uh, they did it in a mockery way, right? So it's supposed to be really, really bad on the surface. But I really do think that was an obvious attempt because again, they know that people are awoken now. It's not a secret. People are awoken. People are fucking really, really awoken to what's fucking going on on some level. Like you know what I mean. So like you know what I mean. All all a corporation has to do is. Tweet out something racially insensitive with a product, and uh, people will be calling for it. They know what they're doing. Why they're doing it, I have no fucking clue, right? But 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 I mean, the world is imploding. This is like all symbolism of the world just imploding. All these corporations are the most transparently evil organizations ever. When they could be facilitating it, because maybe everyone's moving to another fucking planet or something like that. Who fucking knows at this point? You know. But yeah, so like this whole, but this thing is like now, well, because again, because now I feel like now, what they call that, again, and if this was planned, the way that they did it, this was pretty fucking sick, because they got your hopes up, they showed you this trauma, they showed you the justification from the defense, to, um, justifying why a fucking cop could just murder you, and they'll rationalize it in a very sick fucking way by just making it seem like, oh, look, just drug addiction and all that kind of stuff, and then now... They they put the guy in jail. Now the guy wants a retrial because the guy lied. And again, I'm not saying that was advisable, but what I'm trying to say is that like, like they're making like the right wing is making it seem like this is the biggest fucking like someone I saw a right winger say the the justice system is broken because of uh, of a juror getting in on uh on this trial. And I'm like, really? That's what that's when you decided to think that the justice system is broken, not. Like the fucking people that are incarcerated for fucking you know nonviolent crimes, uh, and 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 some and a lot of them didn't even do the crime that they're that 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 they may that they may that they're being accused of, 
and who also majority happen to be black. So don't tell me that the justice system is broken because one juror came in to do the right fucking thing. Like, you could fucking, you know, again, I think you know, this was planned because, again, it's gonna, it's, I guess this is, like, the way to get to the, another step to get to the revolution, I get re- revolution, because, I, what will happen, if, if the retrial is fucking, is gonna be done, will that be the fucking trigger that fucking uh, ignites a fucking, an, an, another fucking round of riots that's gonna be promo- promoted, and with, 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 uh, with corporate wokeism fucking, you know, um, pretending like they fucking give a shit, or is it gonna be the fucking decision that Chauvin will not be, the, the case will be thrown out or something like that? But but again, I I knew this incident would be another cause of something that's gonna end up happening, and maybe, maybe it doesn't fucking happen. I don't fucking know. But they're looking for any reason to to get people fucking you know call them terrorists and all that kind of stuff. That's why I always have to clarify that I'm I I don't have I'm not a violent person. I don't have any access to anything. More people are monitoring me, you know, and I'm not a violent fucking person. I'm in my mom. I'm in my mom's fucking basement. The aesthetic of it's all pathetic. Pathetic aesthetic, you know what I mean? Uh, you know it. It that that's just the way it is, man. You know, with the you know, and again, I you know, and maybe I'm um I'm a little bit more happier. I'm I'm happier because, uh, maybe I didn't have to. Maybe being the position I am, and I'm not proud of it, but at the same time, I don't have. I I have a piece of my fucking soul, and I still have some fucking humanity left in me. And if I had sold my soul fucking ten years ago, I don't think I would have had that humanity in me. And it again, I was on that way because uh, I was buying into the corporate. I was buying into that fucking propaganda, and I'm never gonna forgive myself for buying into it. As much, you know what I mean, buying into all that. That's why I don't really. That's why I. I again, you know, I. I. I might not be the funniest fucking guy because I'm not fucking trying to cater to fucking alt right shitlords. But at the same time, with the call, you know, I. I feel. I feel. I feel better doing what I'm doing, even if it's not much to people, really. So much so that people are invested in my failure. So you know what I mean. So I must be doing something kind of right if I I I elicit a fucking group of fucking people to fucking try to fucking you know um get in my head and try to make me fucking kill myself, and even if like they stop for a bit the fucking the the damage that they've done the last couple of years and then they dismiss it as like they didn't do fucking diddly shit to my fucking mental well being, that's fucking sickness right there. I don't want to be like I don't want to be like that kind of I don't want to be that kind of person. I don't want to perpetuate that fucking cycle. But there's people that who 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 will get platforms, get bigger platforms, build a fucking cult, and then fucking perpetuate fucking more fucking evil shit at some point because everyone in the system, whether no 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 matter what your intentions are, whether they're good or bad, you're always propag- you're always gonna be a propaganda tool on some fucking level. Doesn't matter how left you are. Doesn't matter how right you are. Doesn't matter how center you are. It doesn't matter where the fuck you are on, on any fucking spectrum. You know what to call it? everyone is gonna be fucking uh, propagandized on some fucking level. This is what you know. What I mean, that's why you can't even criticize fucking entertainers and you reduce it to they're just entertainers. When when a lot of fucking people uh, train you to fucking kind of call out some powerful people, but yet someone like Joe Rogan you can't really call out because he did all this fucking cool and and you know oh, oh my god he talks about conspiracies and he talks about drugs and he talks about fucking doing uh, shit in the wilderness and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's why I don't really buy into fucking, you know, even even Howard's fucking base 
whenever somebody fucking alludes to the fact that maybe Howard is not ethical and he may have been contributing to somebody's fucking death on some level, um, people just act like it's a radio show. That's why I don't buy any of the anti-Howard facade on fucking Reddit or any of the forums. Because, again, a lot of these people are right-wing, and if Howard Stern is right-wing behind the fucking scenes on some on, on a level, then it just means that they limited the... Again, it's like Vince McMahon, they limit the fucking hatred for what, what you hate him for because if these people really hated fucking stern they would fucking show him by supporting people who've been burned by the show but the thing is the show for guys that figure out howard is fucking full of shit they still fall for his propaganda by demeaning everyone who was a part of that show and not fucking caring about what they fucking do after the show or shit like that and that's that's fine you don't have to care what i have to do but once in, a, once in a while, people pop up and go, oh, I miss you on the fucking show. But it's like, I'm doing my own fucking thing. If you want to listen to me, you can. If you don't. But again, they only, they've trained themselves to think that the only way you can see me as compelling or entertaining is being a fucking crazy guy on Howard Stern when it's just all WWF shit, really. WWE, WWF doesn't fucking matter. So, you know, don't fucking, you know, um, you know, and, and again, I don't really want that support anyway. Then I'm just doing my own fucking thing. I'm minding my own fucking business. I'm just fucking going over what, what mental illness I have in my head. Other people that might feel, um, you know, have these, like, these thoughts just go, speed, are speeding through your fucking head, and, and you don't know how to fucking express it. I kind of do it for those kind of people who want to listen, but a, a lot of people just want fucking more drama all the time and shit like that. People just want more conflict so that a lot of the online people can then, you know, um, make a killing off of helping promote it and all that kind of shit. That's that's the sick part about it. They don't really care. They just a lot. They just want more chaos. That's why they all get. That's why they, a lot of them are in the Stern Show mode where they think they gotta produce drama because they saw Howard Stern do it, and all these guys are fucking doing working angles like Vince McMahon. Every everyone is is again. That's why all these elitist, all these elitist fucking uh, guys who are. Uh, um, um, who talk about how much they get laid and all that kind of shit. It's like, dude, if you're getting laid so much, you wouldn't be needing to be on, like, 24-7 on, on social media for fucking retweets about fucking just some cheap fucking gimmick about, like, oh, you, you get... Like, you, you don't think that gimmick's been done before? Like, like, I don't care how much you're getting fucking laid. If, 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 if lame personalities like that could get fucking laid with, with, uh, who always want to just show the aesthetic and, and, and not show that they're fucking, you know, really a broken person inside, then I wouldn't really want, I, I, I wouldn't want to be having the same type of activity that those kind of people would be having. You know what I mean? Like a lot, like, like a lot of, like, for example, whenever like somebody does a crime, right? Whenever someone does a crime and they're an incel, you associate everyone who who doesn't have sex as uh, under this thing. Okay, there's enough. Um, the, there's enough people at the top who are who are fucking everything. They're fucking women, men. They're fucking animals. They're fucking couches. They're fucking all this shit, and yet they're still fucking the most evil people on the fucking planet. They're still miserable and making everyone else's lives miserable. So if they're if if those type of people get laid, why would I want to be in the same type of circle as those fucking people? I don't I don't give a shit how much orgies you fucking have. It doesn't make you a fucking good person, and you're also riddled with fucking STDs. Let's be real. In my personal opinion, whoever whoever the fuck you're talking, whoever the fuck you are. 
You probably have STD. You know what I mean? You can I said it before. People only people people love fucking talking about how much hose they have because they don't want to fucking deflect from the industry treating them like a hoe. Mentally. And trust me, the aesthetic only lasts so long. The aesthetic only, only lasts so long until you fucking break down. Because once your gimmick is, I'm a guy who gets laid a lot all the time, that's going to be your personality forever. And people are not going to see through any of your humanity ever. Trust me, you're going to get sick of it once you realize that, that that's all people care about is what, what, what character you portray on social media. That's why I, t- I can tell you firsthand because guess what? L- l- look at me. I'm a good example. Nobody's fucking with me. Well, only certain amount of people can fuck with can fuck with me and say what's up and all that kind of stuff. I'm 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 not a guy that is allowed to be talked to by anyone in the industry. Well, here and there, maybe. You know what I mean? I I I've been I've been downhill, so maybe I, I'm allowed to kind of say this from my experience, kind of in a way. So I I I I've been that character. I've been that kind of fucking character. I made up a whole fucking backstory about me because I thought that's what uh, I'll do some Andy Kaufman type of fucking shit. Then I found out that everyone does this fucking shit. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'm a cornball, and I should just be honest now. So, 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 please don't think again. All these people that think that they're you know above me and all that kind of stuff because you have have all this access and all that. True, you have all the access. The aesthetic of it looks beautiful, amazing, amazing fucking shit that you're doing. But at the same fucking time, what the call? I I would I would rather have my fucking mind. Um, having some fucking deep analysis of fucking shit rather than the stupid aesthetic that impresses everyone. Do you want to, again, the, again, when The Simpsons was good, do you want to hear the horrible truth about the evil shit that the MLB is doing or do you want to see me hit a couple of dingers? This is where you say a couple of dingers because a lot of you are impressed with the dingers more than the fucking evil truth. That's the fucking reality. In my head, at least. In my deranged, fucked up head. The fucked up thing is this is one of my best fucking rants that I've gone on in a long fucking time. Guess what? Nobody's going to fucking hear it. No, I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll be passed around behind the fucking scenes. Maybe someone at NXT is listening. Maybe someone maybe someone at AEW is listening. Yo, you know what? Maybe someone like Howard Stern is fucking listening. Oh, my God. Can you, can you imagine if Howard Stern was listening to this and I didn't fucking know about it? I know, I know, I know. There's people listening right now, monitoring me. There's probably a group right. There's probably a group of five people fucking watching me and and doing this thing and watching my animated fat face fucking make these fucking things. So maybe I should just deliver this one out as the podcast for a bit, you know. But yeah, the the the, the whole Chauvin thing is going to be crazy. The more arguments of being woke. This has become like part of the fucking whole storyline now where uh, all the arguments are going to be fucking accumulating into this. We've caught, we've, we, everyone's created this argument about what's to happen and all that. So I don't really... But like even with the transparency, look at fucking what Ron DeSantis is fucking doing. Look at what Ron DeSantis is fucking doing. You know what I mean? With opening the schools and lifting the mass mandates. And this relates to wrestling because Drake Wirtz was one of the guys. Drake Wirtz yesterday with NXT, he was uh, kind of fucking, you know, n- not all there. He, he he seemed really more animated than usual. But it's just, it's just really, really fucking crazy with what's going on. He doesn't even look like the real person. He looks like a fucking clone. 
But does, you know what I mean? But, but again, because now I think of Florida and the whole mask mandate now, because I'm in the wrestling world, Drake more words comes in. And now knowing that WWE is probably backing him and they have ties to the political world, like, you know what I mean? Like, he he could be doing... What I'm saying is they're getting the people... WWE is getting the people to do DeSantis' work of making these arguments about child trafficking. You're lifting the mandates. You're, you're banning the COVID passports. While that might seem like freedom because you think that having the COVID pa- passport is going to be this fucking big thing. You got to think that when Republicans are fucking co-signing it, it, it means that they're going to take away your freedoms. That means you won't be allowed to leave Florida. All these, I guarantee you, DeSantis is vaccinated. They keep saying that they're, you know, and they scared people so much that people don't want to go get vaccinated. Because they they purposely have put fucking celebrities, you know, to spread dangerous propaganda. But because they're just celebrities and we shouldn't pay attention to them, people don't realize the fucking inner workings of what fucking goes on and shit like that. Who fucking knows now, really? You know what I mean? Who who really fucking knows at this point? You know, and 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 and, the, and then you know, and, and now what they're called like even even some more craziness because again, the more that you're finding out about the corruption and all that, like look at what's going on. Again, I can't tell you anything about this case because for the first time, I'm hearing people say this whole thing is fucking ridiculous. It's nothing. The people are saying this is the biggest thing, whatever. I always felt like. <coughs> That even though America is doing anti-Russia thing, I think that people who are being this anti-collusion thing as well don't realize that there is some type of collusion that's going on with Putin and all that kind of shit or, or, or whatever. But I, I think on both, on, on, on both fucking fronts of people who are for this or against this have been kind of fucking mis- misleading people with the truth in some ways, in my personal opinion. So the fact that we're going to fucking find out some shit from this Mueller fucking... Um, from this memo that uh, that uh, that William, uh, I'll try to get it right because again, let me see if I memorize. Again, I well, I don't I don't pay attention to the official rules, but um, but but William Barr cited uh, the memo and he misrepresented what was in the memo from what I can understand, and now he lies, so it's obstruction of justice. I don't know what the fuck it all means because I'm fucking stupid as hell. No one should listen to what I have to say, really. Even though you know, I'm, 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 even though I might be making some valid points, but again, purposely, we're you know through the Freedom of Information Act, we're gonna find out that there's something more sinister that's in there. Even if, even it might be the mainstream sinister. You know what I mean? For regular people, it might be like, wow, we've seen more sinister stuff that the world has fucking done, what the what what the U.S. has done, and all that kind of stuff. But again, like at the same time, there, I think that's also a marketing tool as well as. Keep always reminding what other people have done in the past to keep you away from the the imminent threat that exists. In my personal opinion, uh, you know, to me at least, you know, um, yeah. So you know, and then I I just kind of believe there's gonna be an established fucking thing, a, a new type of world where like evil is gonna be really really transparent. And I do think social media clubs are gonna be fucking, you know, taking, take, take, taking part. Like, you know, everyone's gonna take part. Everyone is gonna fucking, you know, um. Every everyone is gonna fucking have to take, uh. Like, get their fucking get the social get get their social media platforms. They're, they're they're gonna be gone. Like maybe the internet gets killed, and you, the only thing you have is, from the desk of Donald Trump. You know, 
it's a, a it's a kind of like a blog where you comment basically that's what it is but guess what that might but that might just be what's left of this fucking world in general on the internet that's what's what must be you know who 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 fucking knows at this point really from the desk of Donald Trump it's, it's like the the guys who, it feels like the guys who created tiny desk concert and it's like the guy, you know what I mean? It's like one of those times where they kind of branch out. They, like, like they try to branch out with another idea after already having an, an amazing idea with a tiny de- desk concert. And now, like, this is where, like, you go, oh, that guy really fell off. Remember when he did that fucking tiny desk concert? Why can't we have those days again? That's what, that's what it reeks up to me, in my personal opinion. You know. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean... That's basically it with that, right? You know, um, I cover some of the fucking topics already. And by the way, I should make mention, watching more and more Tucker Carlson, especially old clips and all that, he reminds me of, like, Rowdy Piper in a way. Like, he reminds me of Rowdy Piper in, in the sense that, like, if WWE couldn't get the original Rowdy Piper, like how they couldn't get fucking Road Warriors... And they had to get their own, like, provocative fucking version of it, like, an American version of, like, you know, a Canadian Scottish guy. It would be fucking Tucker Carlson. You know what I mean? It would be him probably, you know. Um, I'm trying to fucking see. Uh, another rapper fucking got raided. I always wonder when these things happen. By the way, that Tucker Carlson thing, I just had it listed as one of the things I talk about. I'm like, okay, how am I going to fit this one in? I just wanted to fucking do it. Even if the joke didn't fucking land. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, you know what? I accomplished a goal by bringing it up. Tucker Carlson is Rowdy Roddy Piper. I, I, I know, I, I've been saying that for a while, though, as well. Because I remember, I remember the way that he was, when you, if you go watch that jank and, and him debating on that stage. And he's just laughing all the way through. And he just, it, it, remi- it, it, it reminded me of, it reminded me of, like, a Rowdy Piper segment. Like, I'm like, you know, this Tucker Carlson is like a, he- like a heel, a heel. And again, I don't, I'm not even sure if this is a real Tucker Carlson. Like, he, like the way, it's like if you told me that this is a clone version of him, and it's because again, like it's, it's just like he's he's always because every time I see anything that's revolving around him, his eyes are always like looking sad, like looking like upset. And then it's like, and then when someone stops, he he he's his cue his his cue goes on to like have a normal fucking thing. It's like he's in shutdown mode when when someone else is talking and just and just looking like he he smelled someone's fucking he smelled like one of my farts or something like that. You know what I mean? Every, every time he fucking like just looks at the camera and shit, I see someone who's like like just like completely like like in shutdown mode. And then when it's time for him to fucking be queued up. All of a sudden, he's al- he's allowed to get a little bit animated and all that, and then the and the little laughs in between are the fucking malfunctions of it. Like, oh shit, this fucking clone, we gotta get rid of this, uh, you know, you know, like right away and shit like that. You know what I mean? And that's what it looked like to me. There, I I made I made up for just name dropping it. I had to give a real explanation of it. You know what I mean? So, and now in my at least in my fucked up head, I feel good. Cause again, it's another thing that I got out of my head that's gonna be rumble that was rumbling in there for a while. And now it's gonna be out of my conscience for a bit until I decide to fucking repeat it again. So we'll see what happens with that, you know. Um, again, I think there's some fucked up shit going on in Colombia as well. And again, I I never really uh, hold on a second. Let me see what it, what it is. Someone retweeted this. Like the, like like Israel. Someone's comparing Israel and and, and Colombia because like they're both backed by U.S. 
type of shit going on, but I, I have no idea what's going on in Columbia, because again, I, again, like, you know, America is like WWE, you pay attention to WWE more than you do, like, you know, the other, other promotions. Let me see uh, what's going on in Colombia. Let me see for um, and and also like you know uh, to to make while um hold on a second let me see uh someone did a thread let me see okay so this is from uh, what's going on in here uh, what's going on. Uh, I just think, like, you know, governments oppressing their people. This is, like, you know, this is what I can fucking, you know, get. Um, let me see. Established by government is called Solidarity Sustainable Research. Someone just did a fucking thing. Hold on a second. Let me see. Um... In the state of Colombia, fascist government has killed more than 10 to 19 protesters. Many of these protesters are people fighting for their lives to make Colombia a country worth living in the midst of violence. Solidarity. This is from um, Henry Ozunyan. Again, I just I, I saw it trending, so I have no idea what's going on. But I, again, it doesn't surprise me that U.S. would be, would be backing these people up. They back up Saudi Arabia, Israel... Uh, you know, they they back up every everything, and then you know, I'm sure I'm sure Canada on some level probably back it up too, since their record isn't fucking clean at all whatsoever, with neoliberal shit and neoconservative shit. It seems like most like a lot of the time, you know what I mean? Like you know, just I I have no idea what the fuck is going on there, you know. Um, I don't even know what's going on with Y F N Lucy. I guess it's like it's, it's like he's paying for part of his Illuminati fucking you know compromise really. Yeah, he's been indicted on racketeering charges, and again, see, this is what they do. They, 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 they encourage these artists to kind of uh, uh, glorify th- their shit, but at the same time, they're also like, so why why are you giving them millions for that? Then a lot of the millions is going to be used on fucking fighting these cases and doing time and all that kind of stuff. It's like it's a kind of like set up to do that way. That's why like you know I get I I get like kind of you know going through your street life and all that kind of stuff. But like when people fucking again like and and this is encouraged. You know I mean people are just going to blame the rapper for being stupid and doing that. But this is really encouraged. They're probably told like you know you can do this. You'll you'll be prote- you'll be protected and all that kind of stuff. They probably tell them like behind this because because again you make it seem like these record execs don't want any of this to be happening and all that. And that you know I mean they they, they try to absolve themselves. That's why when I go off about WWE when they do these documentaries about some a wrestler like a Kurt Angle or Jeff Hardy's drug shit because it's not about like getting their story it's more about absolving themselves like WWE did all the right things and all that kind of stuff when it's probably like you know something that they could be into in some way I always believe like in my personal opinion like I have no facts to back this up obviously but I, I always think that like a lot of these fucking institutions are fucking you know in the drug business and in the fucking sex work business and all that kind of stuff and then they just throw people to under the bus and pretend like, oh, these guys are just doing it on their fucking own and all that kind of stuff. When it's all, to me, my personal opinion, connected. 
Illuminati cloned, Illuminati cloned, Illuminati cloned, Illuminati clones. Uh, people aren't dying. They're going to a parallel world. We live in another Earth. Now, you won't take what I just said seriously. Uh, disclaimer, nothing I said in here is... Uh, nothing I said in here was... Um, Nothing that I said was, uh, you know, really um, of of importance or, or, you know, of of value or of any type of reality. Don't listen to what I have to say. I'm just a fucking, uh, you know, a fat, ugly person in his mother basement. I got to cater to every reaction that people who are listening to this might give me. So I'm trying to, like, do that. People that roll their eyes. Oh, my God, stop being so cold to yourself. And then, and then I'm going to go on a rant about, like, how, you know, you don't really want me to stop because it's bad for me, but because you want to be able to think that stuff, and you don't want me to think about it before you think about it, so, I, I my whole goal of doing a fucking podcast is getting everyone's, rea- going at everyone's reactions of the potential listenership, so that they, they put their hands in the air and go, can this guy get, let us get through one thing already, can, can, can I just think what I want to think, and not be told, not, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I'm playing games with you a little bit while listening to this, you know, I'm like, I'm like a modern day Jake the Snake Roberts in, the, in that sense, you know, no, I'm just fucking joking, man, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, Jason Segarra has been through a lot, so you know what I mean. But like, you know, I, I haven't been, I haven't been through a, a tenth of what he's been through. You know what I mean? So, it's, uh, it's fucking crazy. So oh yeah, and then the other thing was that yeah, uh, and this is not, again, when the show of thing, like they're just showing their ass now with the cops that shot Rashard Brooks in that Wendy's parking lot. It it feel it feel it it feels like you know. I I I feel I feel like these are always like you know, you know, predetermined fucking things that happen. Like they you know, oh look we we this whole fascism is brought to you by Wendy. So let's kill someone by so you always mention Wendy's in the news as well, kind of in a way, you always having people subconscious. You know. And then, and then you know, and then at the same time, you kind of you know have another person who you can kind of, you know, who the who the media can make and you know use their name, and promote it a little bit, you know, and then not really do anything, and then people are gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing? So like now you're restating the cop, so you're bringing this back into the fold again to our memories, when the cop should have been fucking arrested. I don't know. But it doesn't make any fucking sense to me, really, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's all that I really fucking had to say, really, you know. Um, I think I might just fucking put this one out here, uh, just for, for, the, for the sake of it. I think I might just put this one out. Um, by the way, NXT ratings, uh, 761,000. Not really, you know. I mean, and it, it was actually like a, their best episode since going to Tuesday. I, in my personal opinion, that was like a really good. I'll go, I'll I'll go over it like on another podcast, but maybe I should just do a simple fucking short one. Maybe people who listen to me will be relieved to fucking hear that I did a short one. Um, you know, we'll see what goes on, man. We'll see what goes on. Um. I just wanted to cover the Daniel Bryan thing because it's it's gonna be it's gonna be wild to see what happens and uh, it's seven fourteen now so maybe by the time this happens maybe I'll be right that Daniel Bryan shows up on this episode but me personally I'd have him show up at 
double or nothing. If like listen, man, it's still not decided. Again, we're all. I mean, I, I think like I think like they know that we're so so used to just being disappointed that we we think that he won't fucking you know he won't fucking sign like, that he won't leave and he'll resign back because he's been doing that even when it didn't seem as motivated in two thousand eighteen as much. For like when he kind of the first couple of months, it didn't really seem like they were no, they were putting him back into the fold fully, kind of in a way. So to me, it was like okay, um, it was like okay, fine, let's uh, let's fucking do this then. Like you know, maybe he wants to just fucking go and and maybe he will show up somewhere. Maybe you know the WWE shows are fucking scared because. He know that Daniel Bryan or CM Punk or any of these guys could be a draw outside of WWE with their with, with their loyal fan base and a new company that isn't gonna be watered down, you know, in 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 a WWE return. So again, you know, again, so I I I personally thought that he was gonna he was leaving in September. I thought like his contract ended in September. I just did that kind of math, kind of in a way. But uh, you know, uh, I thought that he would for sure, for sure go to NXT for a bit, but. I guess we're not gonna get those dream matches of Cole versus Brian or well we well Cole and Brian already happened in uh, on SmackDown and that fucking that that one where Cole defended his NXT title so you mean like Kyle O'Reilly or uh you know um uh what's his, you know Finn Balor or you know uh Kushida or Gargano Champa Thatcher. You know, uh, even like somebody, even like I think he would bring something out of L.A. Knight because L.A. Knight has the fucking, the, the persona or whatever, right? And Daniel Bryan could work well with someone like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that's a dream, actually. I'm just saying that Daniel Bryan's so good, he could probably, like, you know, um, um, make you actually think that, you know, L.A. Knight can, because L.A. Knight is already a good fucking performer as, you know, just like on the microphone, I, I, you know what I mean? People said online that it's a, his promos are the love child of The Rock and Ric Flair. And again, I know so many people have tried to do that fucking type of promo and all that, but I think it comes really, really natural from LA Knight. He doesn't sound like he's actually copying them. He just sounds like someone that's kind of, who's kind of a bit influenced by them, but he has his own, his own style of what he's fucking doing, really. In my personal opinion, at least. But we'll see what goes down. This is like a pretty. Sh- I guess this is gonna be a short podcast, but I might as well just put one out. You know, I don't have. To, I don't always have to do like four hour fucking podcasts and all that kind of shit. And maybe it'll reduce me for later on when I have to do the NXT stuff and recap that. I guess you know. Anyways, uh, take it easy. Just wanted to uh, again because this was like mainly supposed to be about a Daniel Bryan thing. I I know I went to other topics, but uh, but for real, like I I I kind of went through thoughts, uh, jumping through them because I had to catch up on other fucking shit, right? But um, whether whatever fucking Daniel Bryan decides, I'm always gonna be a fan of his. Um, I'll always be a fan of his. He's one of the best professional wrestlers, um, that I've ever seen. Um. Uh, he has done so much fucking good shit in WWE from what they... And again, I'm not one of these guys that think that the whole Yes Movement thing wasn't planned out. Like, officially, yeah, it wasn't planned out. But what I mean is if you look at what's planned out in the overall shit, 
Like, yeah, in WWE's narrative, it, it wasn't going to happen. It's always going to be the fucking uh, the narrative for the hardcores. Even though WWE will pretend like everything went smoothly with it, obviously. And that's like, going to be their propaganda. But to me, I look at... And this is the way... And again, maybe it makes me different from other wrestling people. And I'm not saying that it makes me better or anything like that. But maybe because I'm looking at it in a different fucking view. That the storylines are also what happens in real life on some level. And, you know, and uh, so to me, it was like they did, in, in my personal opinion, they did fucking create something that was always meant to happen. Daniel Bryan was always kind of in their system, in in my personal opinion. Uh, you know, no matter what, kind of, in a way. Like, he was always kind of, you know what I mean? This is just more about the duality of the situation and all that kind of shit. Because WWE controls the fucking good and the bad of how, how you can look at look at their situations. So the most time you can criticize WWE is by saying they didn't know what they were doing and all that. But it's like they knew that their fucking system is coming to, not coming to an end, but in a moral way. It's going to get really bad before, you know what I mean? It feels like they're kind of, in a way, leading people to a newer promotion in a way on some level. Because they know that their brand, even though they're making a lot of money, is kind of dying out. And they're probably going to be, you know, people are going to get off board, get off the bandwagon before, you know, my personal opinion, before more shit is uh, going to probably come out in some way, you know what I mean? It's, you know, it just, just the way I see the world going and all that. So just like, so, so, so even though people don't think that it was, it was, an, it was, it was, it was, it was planned out, I personally do think it was, and I do think that, uh, that was one of my favorite fucking storylines because I mean it, it made it, it made wrestling real again for me. Knowing that they like, kind of being confused whether WWE didn't want this or WWE was do you know what I mean? It was a compelling thing, and Daniel Bryan was one of them people where it seemed like wrestling was going to somewhere more cooler since CM Punk was doing it. And you know, and again, again, even if it was, and even if it was, I'm wrong, and it was all an accident. He gave me so many fucking great moments, and uh, I'm I'm glad that he. I always compare him to Bernie Sanders kind of being complacent in the system. And if, if Daniel Bryan can fucking, uh, you know, break out and fucking do something post, post the establishment and go, some, and go do other fucking great things, then maybe there's hope for Bernie Sanders to kind of finally fucking break out from, you know, the fucking, the fucking system and fucking organize some real fucking change. So I hope whatever Daniel Bryan does, I hope it does orchestrate some type of change whether you want to go and be a family man, that's cool. Whatever, that's that's fine. I get it, man. You know what I mean. You know, you, you you want to be able to be healthy and to play with your kids. You don't want to be broken down and all that kind of stuff. But you know what I mean. But uh, you know, do whatever is best. I mean, I'm acting like he's gonna be listening to this, but you know, I I just want to say that like he gave me like you know some of my favorite moments and in, in some of my favorite matches uh, in the in the in the la- in the last decade or so. Um, when he was wrestling, and uh, I'm I'm never gonna fucking forget that. I'm always gonna be a fan. Um, uh, he he, you know, he's probably one of the my favorite fucking wrestlers out there, man. Uh, I can't express that enough. And you know, I I'll again, and I I go back and I fucking hit hit myself in the head for not being watching wrestling live, like lot, like you know, during the time that you were popping on the indies and all that. So maybe that's part of me is like hoping that I can see a post 
WWE, you know, uh, indie run from Daniel Bryan, going to different promotions, going to ROH, going to fucking AAA maybe, going to New Japan, going to fucking Impact, going to MLW, go, you know, the possibilities are all there, going to AEW, obviously. So, so again, like, whatever you decide to do, that's cool, um, but, uh, you know, thank you for all the fucking memories of what you did, and, uh, and again, uh, that match with Roman Reigns was fucking amazing, um, it was a, it, it was an amazing way to kind of go out, um, and, uh, I personally wish it was on a pay-per-view, but, you know, I guess the contract ended early, so, I mean, that's probably the best way to kind of go out, I guess, by losing to a top guy that's doing really good work as well um, and has come a long way from um, how we we would dislike him so much that we didn't want to see him on our screens and all that. And uh, even all the comedy shit that Daniel Bryan did, man, it was fucking great. You know what I mean? Like, he, I wish his first world title fucking... Uh, uh, the time he held it was was treated a little bit better, but you know, at the end of the day, it it, it, it all the fucking uh, all the hurdles you had to go through made us more of a fan of you, and we you know appreciate. I mean, at least I appreciate your fucking contributions to the fucking world of wrestling, and uh, um, and and, and your and, and and your you know, and for putting Kofi over as well for fucking making Kofi Kingston a fucking superstar. I mean, Kofi was already over anyways, but. With the cold, that 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 kind of broke me not being there for that one. You know what I mean, mentally and all that. You know, it was a really bad time for me, but at the same time, I was really happy to see one of the guys that I thought was gonna make it in two thousand and nine, and I was rooting for him so much, and then people just kind of gave up on it, and he was part of the new day, and he became fucking amazing in there. Even though I wished, you know, they would be booked a uh, booked a little bit more seriously and all that kind of stuff, but then my other favorite wrestler, like Daniel fucking. Brian being a fucking heel and you know do, doing a great job and and making the Kofi moment fucking feeling I mean made us feel fucking great as fans for that moment that was like one of the best moments and Daniel Bryan has been a part of you know uh two legendary moments to me in WrestleMania history so um, and I thank you for that. And again, I'm always a cynical fucking guy. I don't know what he's going to do. And again, you know, th- th- this is going to be a funny podcast because if, if he just resigns, then I'm going to look like a fucking idiot fucking doing all this. And, you know, I mean, I, t- I didn't talk about other stuff, but this was mainly focused on Daniel Bryan because I thought he deserved, at least from my perspective, um, a podcast that was kind of talking about shit that like, from my angle, at least, you know what I mean? And I'm not like saying that other people are not going to do a, a interesting angle, but I look at the world differently than a lot of other people for for the better or the fucking worse and sometimes a lot of times unfortunately it's for the worse so um uh, i just want to fucking give thanks daniel bryan for uh for entertaining entertaining me all these fucking years and i mean i mean that from the bottom of my fucking heart i mean i i you know i mean wrestling is one of the things that's been consistent in my fucking life i get made fun of for it for the longest fucking time because i don't fucking entertain the fucking stern trolls who would make fun of me for watching it while they're also watching a fake fucking entertainment program in howard stern and not realizing it so you know what i mean so i you know i i whether what people think about me i think the reason why i stick to wrestling a lot is because it's been there since for me since I was a three-year-old kid and it's it's still fucking going on it never really ended and it's always been non-stop so I guess I've always been there for the ride because it's been there it's been my that and hip-hop music has been my time machine um sometimes you know what I mean try to relive I, I try to pretend that I'm cutting these promos and I'm a fucking professional wrestler and you know going back to high school days and shit like that you know 
But um, anyways, I just wanted to kind of do one last fucking thing because I, I thought that it kind of went off the rails with other topics, but I thought that, you know, I would kind of uh, just give one last little focus on Daniel Bryan and uh, uh, just thank him for all the fucking uh, entertainment he's given us, um, um, you know, in in general. So thank you, and uh, this is probably a shorter podcast. I, I was trying to go, I, I was trying to do it to kind of go a little bit over an hour. I didn't want to do something less than an hour, so I decided, okay, uh, you know, this is like shorter than usual, so people will be thankful for that. You don't got to go three hours. You, you, you don't got to do five sittings to listen to my podcast or something like that, all right? Not that anyone really listens, but uh, for whoever's listening, thank you anyways. Peace out.